0: Hello everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Primetime here, here with the latest news on animation and pop culture. Hopefully everyone is having a wonderful day, no matter where you are around the world. Let's get started with your daily news. Now, our first story for today comes from um, Screen uh, ScreenTime.com that apparently Microsoft's Activision, Activision Blizzard purchase is expected to be complete around 2023. Following the news of of Microsoft's is acquiring the <clears throat> AAA gaming company Activision Blizzard, is reported that the gaming publisher is expected to remain the independent until s- until summer of twenty twenty three. The surprising Activision Blizzard acquisition is dom- is dominated headlines since it's revealed earlier today or a few days ago, January January eighteenth. While there were people expecting. Microsoft to acquire more developers. No one expected the Xbox owner to target Activision Blizzard. The company owns some of the biggest franchises in the in the gaming industry. For example, such as Call of Duty and Overwatch, making it one of the most one of the most biggest publishers in the industry. The news Microsoft's um, latest large acquisition leaked out just prior to the the official press release, but left many wondering about the specifics. Well, there's still lots to figure it out in terms in the future, exclusively and with um with Xbox Game Pass inclusions, Microsoft will have the power to make franchises like Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox. Of course just because a Microsoft can, doesn't mean that it will, as doing so could damage the sales and cause players backlash. Following the Microsoft acquisition to ZeniMax Zeni Media, multiple Bethesda games came to Xbox Game Pass, fans already speculate that the same will happen with Activision Blizzard titles in the future. In an email reportedly sent out by Activision employees via Charlie Intel, CEO by Kodak seemingly revealed that the Microsoft-Activision deal is expected to close around the end of, of Microsoft's 2023 f- f- uh, financial year, ending around June 30th of next year. In the meantime, Activision Blizzard will remain. Operations are per ang- per usual throughout 2022, with but with Kodak at the helm. Microsoft is unable to utilize Activision as the first party team until the Inc has dread on the deal. So fans shouldn't be expected as any significant news on the plans in the near future, along with the speculations on the future of Activision Blizzard games. Many are also wondering the CEO Bobby Kotick's future of Activision. Now, it's been revealed by Microsoft that all of the Activision Blizzard will report to Xbox head Phil Spencer after everything is finalized, which would likely to mean Bobby with Bobby Kotick reports to Spencer if the controversial CEO keeps his place within the company. Many have called out the the resignations of Kotick following the accusations against Activision Blizzard, and it's possible that Microsoft will listen to these calls. Speculation on Codex is likely to be to continue until the further word from Microsoft. Possibly once the deal is complete, whether or not Activision Blizzard is likely to is likely to have Call of Duty to become um, Xbox's exclusive remains to be seen. Throughout, Microsoft has previously confirmed the plans to make Bethesda games like Starfield exclusive to Xbox. Microsoft. Or, I mean, Minecraft still exists in the other platforms despite being owned by Microsoft, largely because of its incredible successful on non Microsoft devices. Given the size of Call of Duty, it is not out to remain possibility that the entire entries of these shooter franchises release on PlayStation as well. Perhaps Microsoft will attempt to, in- to entice players to offering new releases on- on as a day of Xbox Game Pass titles, but it seems that it will not be detailed until next year at the earliest. <clears throat> now, I will also like to mention. Apart from this new acquisition, there was also a tweet by by the CEO of Microsoft, Phil Spencer, which he tweeted out. And I quote: "Um, about the um whole concern that if Call of Duty is going to be exclusive for Xbox, so this is what he has to say." Had some good calls this week with the leaders of Sony. I can confirm the intent of the honor, all existing agreements upon the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, and our desires to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationships. So, it's been confirmed that, um, so don't need to worry if you're a Call of Duty player. Call of Duty won't be only not going to be exclusive for Xbox, so they're still going to have the game in other platforms like PlayStation. And other stuff, whatever. But yeah, this is a big deal. This is a big deal, honestly, because Microsoft has owned a lot of. So I remember a few years ago, where even it's a bit recent when um when Microsoft announced that they just bought Bethesda Games, which they own obviously owns, uh Skyrim and fall in the Fallout franchise. I thought that was big. People thought that um, that um uh, that that like Fallout Four or Fallout um. Fallout seventy six is just gonna be exclusive for Xbox from now on. Not really, honestly. Uh, you can still play Fallout four and Fallout Fallout seventy six in um in your, in PlayStation, honestly, and as, as well as other Fallout games like Fallout three and Fallout New Vegas. You can also play that on the PlayStation if you have a uh, PlayStation PlayStation Now, or the PlayStation no, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, yeah. And <clears throat> that's the thing, honestly, because. For me, I would say this should be kind of a good thing. I I say kind of because I, I know that um, X, um, Xbox, or Microsoft whatever Microsoft owns a lot of gaming um, gaming IPs that they don't hardly use. For example, the uh, rare, the rare IP for Banjo Kazooie. They never I never seen them release anything unique with Banjo. Honestly, for most of the years. And other, franchi- and other um, gaming franchises, honestly. So I could expect that to happen. Honestly, because hopefully they're able to expand and make some remakes of older titles. <clears throat> and it hasn't been released by Activision Blizzard. That would be great. The only thing I think is a good thing is because of... Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows about this with uh, with Bobby Kotick and his uh, allegations. So the thing I always hope for is hopefully this actually could be a good thing because... I really want Microsoft to re, re, um, re, um, how do you say, start cleaning all the messes that Activision Blizzard has caused with this company, with their sexual allegations, their lies, there are a few, um, there are a few, like, abandoning evidences I see so far, when it's just like, you like, I heard that you try to shred evidence about the whole situation, which is not a good look, and as well as Bobby Kotick covering the whole stuff and it's trying to be more and more like like trying to hide it under the rug of a CEO. So hopefully they're able to do something like that. I heard I know Bobby Kotick will leave the company next year, but in a more in a more not not relentless or or not punishable way that he just gonna leave leave with like four hundred million dollars is what I heard. From his from, from going to be his last paycheck, so I know this is going to be a better. It's going to be a a better ending, but it's the way how business is so far. So at least he's going to leave next year. That's a good thing, since I the acquisition is going to be come, conclude around next year of June. Honestly, but for me, I would say I don't own an Xbox. I own a PlayStation. I own a Nintendo Switch. Um, I don't have any desires to own an Xbox. I don't know, see why. I, don't, I wasn't, I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but I never grew up with Xbox. I know I have only have one friend who owns an Xbox years ago. I know I have a cousin who owns an Xbox. It feels a bit weird how the, uh, the control is with X, with Xbox controller, but I, I guess I have to get used to it. But I th- I mean if this sort of thing might happen, uh here's the thing I wanna ask myself about this. Or you guys could do it as well or here's the thing. Once the acquisition is complete for next year, and if Microsoft do something good with X Vision Blizzard and their games, I might and maybe a chance to buy an Xbox. If to do something good with the IPs they got from the acquisitions. You guys should do that too. If this isn't good, I might as well buy an Xbox. I know I have a lot of consoles on me right now, and um, have them, or I even have buy a PC or something like that because I know Xbox Game Pass connects with the PC, particularly with the with the um, uh, with the in the Windows software, honestly, because Microsoft owns Windows and and Xbox. But overall, that's what I think so far. I mean. It is a bit concerning. You know, people calling out them for being like, "Oh, they're being a monopoly." Call them out. Then there's some people be like, "True, but look at this. Look at Disney, for example. They own a lot of APs. They own, they own ESPN. They own ABC, and other and other um, uh, news network channels. They own, they kind of they kind of own Hulu in a way. Uh, that's what I know so far. They own Star Wars. They own Marvel. And people hardly call them out. Even if they do, it doesn't really matter because Disney is already the big franchise of the whole industry, honestly. So I don't see the point of calling other franchises a monopoly by buying each other because at this point in time, nobody's doing anything with us. That stuff, honestly. I mean, we have, we live in a country here in the United States where corporations usually just control a lot of governmental of government officials by paying them out or bail them out in some sort of way. So that's the reality of what I see so far with all that stuff. With corporations controlling everything instead of the government, that's what I see. But, and I'm getting too ahead of myself, but what I think of this so far, I would say it's an interesting thing to see. So have, we have to wait and see what's going to happen with this acquisition and i want to see what's going what's what's going to be the future for activision blizzard hopefully something exciting really with with microsoft being, a, being like a being the under its wing and hopefully they'll be able to make some good games or bring back old titles what they own so i'm really looking forward to see the future with this franchise honestly now Our next set of news comes from TheVerge.com that the Netflix's upcoming show, The Cuphead Show, gets a new trailer and a release date in February. Now Netflix announced around Tuesday that the years in the making show based on the hit video game Cuphead premieres on February 18th and it's debuted on an action packed new trailer ahead of the release to give you the idea of what to expect. Now the Cuphead game, stunning hand has been hand drawn animation inspired by the nineteen thirties cartoons made it obvious the candidate for a, an actual television series based on the trailer. It looks it looks like the show has been entertained by by a ride, with many people who have played the game might spot a lot of familiar characters throughout the the Toe as Nail side scrolling game. Now there's Cuphead and his brother Mugman, of course, and some of the game's iconic bosses. Makes an appearance too, as well as the trailer reveals the is one of the upcoming DLC characters, Miss Chalice, who will join Cuphead. Who will join Cuphead in the upcoming DLCs will be appearing in the Cuphead show as well. If you're excited for that, the Cuphead show after watching the new trailer, you might also want to check out the the first teaser, which stars one of the one of other than Wayne Bradley as the as the diabolical King Dice, which. But you could also know that if your plan to re-subscribe for Netflix to watch the series, the company will release to price across the plans in the U.S. Now, I've seen the trailer for the new Cuphead show. It looks pretty good. I like it. I know people were speaking that, hey, they're not using um, uh, the traditional hand-drawn paper on it. Well, let me give you something. Let me tell you something. I, I'll, I'll guarantee that will take a lot more longer than, than doing it for comp- for doing it digitally in computers. I'll guarantee to take that that'll take much longer, honestly, and I'm pretty sure people, not that much people, know how to draw by hand than you'll know more than uh, by um, by computer software like like Toon Boom or other animation software, but but overall, the chill, the show looks great. I love the voice acting. The voice acting is very fitting with its characters, especially with the devil. I love the way how I'm. Um, the um the um the looseness of the characters the way how they stretch the way how they the way how they have loose in their arms like a little hose or whatever it looks pretty good but honestly. The colors look very fitting, they look more vintage like the actual nineteen thirties but I know the 1930s style they have mostly of characters mostly in black and white. This one shows like color in a way but has like more of a bit of more of a a yellow tan light tannish colour if you look closely. It's uh trying to make it more vintage and do what the best I can to do so. And I think it looks pretty okay honestly. I still haven't beat the game. It's still hard as hell. But I'll make sure I'll be able to at least at least make it to one of the levels before the show um starts um airing in Netflix honestly. And I would I would see that. um I also have one theory about this was uh I'm pretty sure no people are talking about this, but I think this is the theory I'm thinking of. Of, I think the reason why... H&R... Um, didn't release the DLC, because I'm pretty sure they want people to... Uh, Looking forward for the show, and after that, they're able to play the DLC... In June of next year. So that's what my theory is. Think about it. You want to play the DLC, and all of a sudden, someone came into your office and say, Hey... Netflix or some random company says they want to do a show based on our video game. They're like, okay, we'll just delay our DLC and um, and, um, and wait until the premiere of the, of the show, then we'll release the DLC. I'm pretty sure that's the interesting tactic to do. It makes people like focus more on Cuphead, because Cuphead has been a lot of popular. A lot of people were doing like, a lot of, uh, of fan art and style of Cuphead, even with it on Fr- Fletcher style sort of cartoon but the I mean, overall it looks amazing honestly i just i just love what the characters are these characters are more expressive showing off the 1930s style of the character of the characters now i st- also i just remember <clears throat> there's after the um days after the Chiller, a few people were calling out the calling out the show as um for some reason racist because they copied off of a nineteen thirties cartoon style that has a. F- that back then has a few few racist cartoons back then, something like that. I know this I know that actually exists, but let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure um, the creators of Cupid have no intent of of any sort of way with dealing with racism. That's just that's just a ridiculous thing, I've heard. heard. Because, look, they just there's just a couple of guys who wants to make a fun looking cartoony video game. This this has nothing to do with racism. Yes, there was a few racist cartoons back then in the nineteen thirties, but that wasn't the focus of what these creators were envisioned. That wasn't they just love classic cartoons and they wanna make and they love video games. They wanna make a video game based off of class of the style of classic cartoons. is more of a, of a style instead of just like, like, oh, the we see racist cartoon. It's copied out from this one and put it in the video game. No, 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 no. No. Just, um, the thing I don't like is that people trying to cancel, people trying to find things and trying to cancel it to something that's good. <clears throat> that's thing I do not like from people. They find other ways to cancel a product that everyone likes. See, this is the thing I do not like those types of people. And you're those types of people, would you please stop it? Stop it. That's really intent. I want to enjoy my stuff. Without people interrupting with all those sort of of things. I find it ridiculous. I find it... I, it I find it more of who asked? Honestly, who the hell asked to do this? It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Why would you do that? Shut up. I just want to enjoy my stuff, honestly. Without people mentioning about that stuff, I know we already passed through that era. We already passed it. Let's not remake it again and make it more terrible. Honestly, I just want to see. I just want to play my games honestly without having people saying that. Oh, did you know that this style does this? It was like that. Yes, I know they didn't intend to do. They they didn't have a thought about that. About what happened back then, would you please stop it? Stop it! I don't don't want to ask. Shut up! Let me just focus on the game. I don't want to hear any back, any controversial take or whatever that happens out of your brain or something like that. <clears throat> but overall, yeah, I'm really excited for for the Cuphead Show. I can't wait. I'm definitely gonna do a a binge watch through the series. I really like the style. I know a couple people who who says they have worked on it. From other from other places of the of the U. S. So hopefully February eighteenth will be the release of Cuphead show here in the U. S. If you guys want to see it if you're not from the U.S., I recommend to use a VPN to sign into a U. to a U.S. subscription of Netflix. You can watch it over there as well. That's what I highly recommend for for people who are from different from different countries to sign up for a VPN and go log into like a different uh, different streaming services from other countries. It's a good way to. Without having to do any privacy or whatever, but that's the thing, honestly. Thank God for VPNs, honestly. Also, it also protects you from many viruses, so yeah, I recommend it. Get a VPN and want to see the Cuphead Show from a from different country, go ahead. I recommend it, honestly. So, February 18th will be the release of the Cuphead Show, and I'm really excited to watch it, honestly. Now, our last story for today comes from outofcars.com that Konami's new and latest release of Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duels has surpassed around 250,000 unique players online at the same time. According to the data taken directly from Steam and displayed on the Steam DB, Master Duels has hit around the top four globally on the platform, along only being beat by Valve's own Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Dota 2, and Krafton's PUBG Battlegrounds. This is quite a success launch. For the title brings in over around twenty years of Yu Gi Oh's goodness into the singular modern title as that is available across a platform, so the numbers of certain much much higher. So far, we see around like eight, or eight thousand one hundred seventy seven reviews on Steam for Master Duels, with around six thousand. For those reviewing, mark being a positive being as a positive experience, that's around 7396 percent positive reviews. Interesting interesting fact that nine reviews so far have been over forty hours in the game. Is that a good or is that anything that's that is um interesting? Now that's not to say that the positive reviews are truly positive. Though Steam. Reviews have been a bit jokingly around in the, around the on the platform. There has been some frustration when the players are able to pull the pull of long combinations of cards, which forces you to sit to sit ideal. Which Shin i Sh- uh, sorry if I can't pronounce your name wrong. Shin Yirjin calls out the calls out the reviews by saying in a quote, "If you are willing to spend half of your Lifetime waiting for your player to finish a combo that summons a card, or I mean, a, well, summons a monster at the end of the turn in one attack. Then this game is for you. though <laughs> topics swoops on swoops on in and shows that the previous iteration of the Yu-Gi-Oh game dueling has been replaced by Yu-Gi-Oh Master duels for them. It can said that this game is one of the best video games works of the Yu-Gi-Oh physical card game in recent years. Like duelings which focuses more on the fast pace combo and nostalgia for the enemy plots, just like its name, the game's dual rules are the orthodox of the OCG rules, which can be said to be one of the most com- complicated rules in the card in the card games. A large number of cards are a wide variety of rules. All f- all flowers are born bloom decks. As well as unexpected situations, reveals of the lives after deaths, and the biggest shams biggest charms of Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, I find that kind of funny how Shin, um, quotes this quotes this on Steam because, I've been playing this game and, and I'll tell you this: it is pretty true at this point. You have that one player who does that. Like, come on! That happened to me when a pl- when when someone was playing uh, dinosaurs. He did he, he 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 kicked my ass for only one round by using dinos. That is scary. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you how he done it because I had to do I have to discuss a lot of stuff he what he did, but I'll just tell you he just the the dino the dino the the guy who kicked my ass he uses dinos and he and he did it with only one turn of his of his turn basically. I didn't even do anything else. That is how much <laughs> That is how that's basically how Master Duel is. It's basically the wild west of I been hearing it is a wild west. And let me tell you. The game's addicting. I know people are having a hard time um, trying to win ranks in Master Duels. Just 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 take it easy on yourself, honestly, and try to focus more on the fun activities. I know it's more repetitive since the game but I heard has almost all the all the cards. In the franchises to the point where they have ocg ocg cards honestly basically in the us is basically tcg outside is basically ocg they have all the cards even even regionals from japan or japanese cards are in the game that are not exclusively in the us so that is that is shocking honestly so you could pull off any type of cards and combo. and of course and of course they're also following the um the ban list. For those of you who don't know, the ban list is basically a list of bans or limitations of cards that have been released by Konami. For example, for example, uh, a monster by the name of uh, Utopic Zexal Zero has been banned because there was a there was a particular deck they were allowed to make. They could they could win combos and able to instantly destroy your opponents, so they banned that card. Another one they also, lim- they also limited, it was one of the Zodiac archetypes within the game because Zodiacs were the ones who are, dom- they used to dominate um, tournaments of Yu-Gi-Oh until they got beaten by dinosaurs, which which I remember that day and I'm very happy they did. Because I do not like Zodiacs, I still don't like Zodiacs to the same, I know they're powerful, but I still do not like them. Because everyone wants to use Zodiacs. Really. You all wanna use the same generic archetype instead of using something else. That's, that's another thing I don't like about Yu-Gi-Oh because people wanna be in the meta without being unique. I don't know if you guys are just saying that, but honestly I just wanna I just wanna play for fun, honestly. I don't wanna be the repetitive one like, oh I wanna I wanna it's not a bad thing. If you, you wanna be if you wanna be in tournament rise, you wanna rise up, that's on you. You wanna be that type of person? No matter if you play Yu Gi Oh, Pokemon or whatever repetitive card game, you wanna be like that? I have no problem with it. Power to you. For me, I'm just like casual, uh, just a casual game, casual player. Honestly, I really don't care. I just want to have fun, pull some cool combos or whatever. And that's what I've been able to do, honestly, because I was able to build two decks, two different kinds. One with blue eyes, obviously, because I love blue eyes. I'm still a blue eyes player, even though people keep saying, "Engineering blue eyes player." I do it. Well, yeah, I still like blue eyes. I don't care. Just, even though people keep crying about, how they're still getting supports. I just like the meme of it. Also, I also like Kaiba. And another one I be, keep playing is Utopics. Because I like... I feel like Utopics have a little bit more potential into them, basically. Because they have good support, honestly. They have a good support. With Utopics, Utopias, Zexels, cards. Able to do some interesting combos. I love the way how this um, archetype works, honestly. It's it's a good try, honestly. And that's what I had to say about... My experience with dual with uh, Master Duels, honestly, now that's also another thing I thought of when Master Duels was released, was um. Will this? Will this um, overshadows? Duel links. For me, I don't think it's hardly possible. Cause a, I know there is a competitive. Championship League for Duel Leagues, and there's a lot of good players that are in Duel Leagues as well. And B, I'm just saying, I'm just putting this off a of bat, they have the voice actors for all, almost, almost all the antagonists and protagonists of of the Yu Gi Oh! franchises. Like at this point, they're in the pendulum, then yeah, they're in the pendulum, uh, the uh, pendulum chapters basically with Yu and Yu Gi Oh! Arc V. Honestly, I know they're gonna go with a uh, with what's it called, the Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh v. Reigns, with Link Monsters or whatever. But yeah, I really, I really think they, it kind of won't overshadow it, but I can see a a little bit less people playing Duel Links. For me, for me, I think Duel Links is basically like speed duels, or the new format, Duel Rush or whatever, which is like, plays three cards. I just kind of find it a little bit annoying for just playing three cards, and now pulling off even more combos and putting more and more cards on the on the field. Honestly, I just kind of don't like it. I know it's a fast-paced one, but I just like it more more space variety within my within my dueling range. Honestly, but that's why I kind of see it. But I would say duels will stay there for a while. Since I know this is gonna be, a I know master duels is still high above. But I know time and time over time, people will start slowly stop. Talking about do uh, master duels, but people, people, more people still keep playing it because I know, Konami's gonna do a lot of events, live events, and like prizes, for master duels <clears throat> during the pandemic. So I think this is a good thing to do. So, the one thing I would say aside from the gameplay is the there's the um, the main menu. Oh, well, uh, main menu! I love it! I love it! You, you could add friends to it. You could, you could also battle your friends. You could, you could make a room that has like... Like around like up to 10 tables. Like an actual... Um, locals honestly. When You go to like a card shop or a comic book... Or a comic book shop where... They're having like a tournament and have like tables around. There's that but in... But in Master Duel honestly. I thought it was pretty cool. You could spectate it but they still haven't finished... They still haven't... Uh, fixed the spectations. Um... ...mode for it, honestly. So, hopefully they will fix that. I can watch my friends duel... ...without hearing them, like... ...oh, I pulled this, I pulled that, I pulled this, I pulled that. Kind of like how, how people back then... ...listen to, like, a like a baseball game in the radio... ...before it was televisionized. So, overall, my experience... ...with the Master Duels... <clears throat> ...pretty good, honestly. One thing I would say this is that... ...now I hear that they put almost all the all the cards... ...in the franchise... <laughs> I don't have to spend a dime buying physical cards anymore. If I want to build a deck, if I want to build a deck that has particular cards, I could just go to Master Duels, get some gems, pick some packs, uh, pick some packs within it, and just find the cards where, that has the exact same packs of that archetype. Honestly, you can build any type of deck, and I find that amazing. And you could also build a card that you do not have out of scratch by using materials. For example, I'll try to find another Blue Eyes card I do not have. However, if I have enough UR or special materials, I could build, I could, like, construct that singular card in thin air. I find that amazing. I find that amazing. I love the implement that. I love it, honestly. Especially with the added, with Duelings, the, um, the community build decks where you could just, like, look up, look up the communities, their own, um, their own decks they build with around all different types of archetypes. I find that also amazing as well. I'm glad they implemented that from Duel Links. I love to see how people make their decks and make it more unique. And you, can also, you can also copy that if you want. To make yourself much stronger. Or you can just make your own, honestly. You know, have, or at least find inspiration from these communities. Their own builds or their own archetypes that you have. And find the inspiration and make your own, honestly. That's what I find this more and more amusing with with Master Duels. I, I recommend if you, you want to... If you love Yu Gi Oh, I recommend it. Just try not to um, uh, be bummed down when you're getting your ass kicked by many players, especially the ones who are just like able to have you not doing anything in the first round. While well, it's their turn, it's it's just it's just very frustrating. <clears throat> I'll just say, just take it easy. This is also perfect to leave people who bring back to do to Yu Gi Oh as well. So I, if you want to go ahead, I recommend it honestly. Just all I can say is just take it easy on it because a lot of people are very sweaty on that game. <laughs> now, that's it for today's episode, everyone. Hope you like today's podcast. I also want to mention that we are one episode away from from doing um a uh, hundred episode. I'm trying to think of something that's special for a hundred episode of the podcast. Here, I was with my friend. I was talking to my couple of friends. A while ago that we we're about we we're about to do our own podcast as well so it was gonna be called the um it's called the boys i'll make sure I'll put that in the subscription on the hundred episode of the podcast as well as well as for next week for nine for the ninetieth episode so that will be like one of my special um uh, celebrations of the hundred year of on the hundred the hundred episode of the podcast honestly so I'm meaning I'm trying. I'm still thinking how to make the hundred podcast much special, special. Honestly, but um, over time, I'll give more thoughts on it basically. So far, all you get is just basically, so far, new podcast with a couple of friends I have. So far, it will be a bit explicit. You probably might see me in a different way when I talk to them, but overall, you should be able to like just just have fun with just basically a couple of gamers just talk about some obnoxious stuff and whatever just random stuff that you won't, you probably hear from a difficult gamer things honestly so other type of nerd stuff you want be explicit so I'll just give you guys that heads up honestly so I'll leave that in a subscription, in a subscription for the next episode for the for the link of the um for the um my friend's podcast honestly that we're gonna do once the hundred episode hits the mark honestly so yeah. That's the update I want to give you guys. Also, I want to give you guys an update as well. Um You're probably wondering why I don't sound perfectly as well. I just wanted to let you guys know I've been tested positive for COVID. And I might be sound a bit raunchy, but it's been like a few days since I have the virus. I'm still I'm 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 still feeling a bit better. I had a different experience. I I've been boosted, I'm just saying. I'm just, I've been boosted, so I'm pretty sure I should be able to be okay. And <clears throat> I sound a bit raunchy. Sometimes I'm, I'm like I've never been coughed. I, I, I didn't cough so far. All I have is a few headaches and, and a, uh, a stuffy nose and a, and a few like, like scratches within my throat. But overall, I sh- overall everything seems to be a bit more better. People have different symptoms in other ways, but I should be able to be more comfortable, of uh, getting used to this type of stuff. Cause yeah, I know this has been like the. Buff- Third year we have since the pandemic, honestly. So I'm pretty sure this could be the third anniversary, and around much to give me the third anniversary since the pandemic started. But overall, this is the first time I had COVID. In my experience, I would say um, I would say the experience for having this virus is irritating, <laughs> for me in particular. I know people have like terrible experience. I know people have family members died with this virus and i i re I, will res- I respect you guys for all that stuff honestly. Silence for all of you who have family members or friends who died from this terrible disease or virus or whatever, but just make sure to just just make sure just do what you can to stay yourself healthy, make sure you don't get anyone else infected and do whatever you can this stuff just just stay f- safe honestly man. I mean this stuff on my experience so far is just for me it's just irritating, honestly. But everyone else I see everyone has different experiences with the virus. And yeah, they had it way more worse than me, so I, I respect that honestly. So yeah, keep yourself safe and stay healthy, honestly. Keep make sure you eat more vitamins or whatever. To keep yourself a to keep yourself more like immune built or whatever. But yeah, honestly. So that's it. So that's the end of the podcast. Make sure you guys follow our Twitter account, Animation Natty Ten. That's animation natty ten. Over at Twitter to so give you guys more updates over there. So this is Animation Nation. I'm your host, Prime Time. Here, hopefully, get to see you guys next week for the 99th episode of the podcast. So have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.